0: On today's show, we're talking about why it's important to work through the I don't know if i like you season of marriage.
1: There's a quote attributed to Anonymous that says, sometimes two people have to fall apart to realize how much they need to fall back together. And uh, a lot of times when we're falling apart, we are in that place of, I don't know if I like you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like you. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But first we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced transformation or breakthrough. And this hug came from an Instagram DM that we received that said, thank you for what you guys do. I've been listening for a few years now, and I've asked my husband to do the seven-day sex challenge a few times, and he has always said no. It's always painful to hear, but I seem to get through it and work up the courage to ask again. Today, I asked again, and he said yes. Awesome. I'm in happy tears and can't wait to see the breakthrough that this brings in our marriage. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your hearts and being so real with all of us. Love you guys.
0: Ah, I love it.
1: Wow. Perseverance in marriage. Yep. Perseverance for sure. You know, as as Tony said, we're talking about the I like or I don't like you. I don't know if I like you season of marriage. And this happens. And this show actually came about because there were numerous coaching sessions that I was having with folks where I kept hearing one spouse say, I don't know if I like my spouse right now. Right. And maybe this is because the marriage has been in a difficult spot for some time, or there have been hurtful words that have been spoken or disconnect. And, you know, some of the times it's because of behaviors that you never thought would be a part of your marriage. And, you know, you're in this place of processing what is this relationship going to look like? And there's this whole concept of liking your spouse. Mm -hmm. And truth be told, Tony and I going on 23 years of marriage.
0: 24 years of marriage.
1: We are in 23 years of marriage. (laughs) We're going on 24. Well, I was saying 23 for such a long time. Uh, We haven't always liked each other. No. And it's actually not an expectation that we have of marriage because, you know, this thing about liking other people is that we base our feelings those, you know, funny little things that change at a moment's notice, we base our feelings of liking someone else on their external behavior Mm -hmm. and our internal dialogue, right? So all the thoughts that we have swirling in our head, we are processing there and we're looking at what they're doing. And, you know, I think it's funny that we don't ever stop to think about what our external behavior may be looking like in that exact same situation.
0: Yeah, because they're also, your spouse is also having their own internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. And so it's an interesting thing to, to see that, you know, because when, when I when I saw that and when you spoke it, I was like, wow, that is so true. It, it It's so true because I'll base how I like you on your external behavior and my own internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, what's happening and, and it, it, it almost was like a, whoa, that, that had... A little bit of a slap in the face moment for myself to go, whoa, Tony, wake up wake up where you're at even right now.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. And that's what happens a lot of times when we, when we start having a conversation about what we're going to be talking about with the one family, right? What does this look like? And what are those revelations that we have personally? Because I, I will tell you, there is often a running dialogue in my head about Tony's behaviors and what I think about it and what he's doing or what he's not doing. And I can, I mean, that's just what's going on in my head. You guys, it just spins. I mean, I think if, if some of you were to actually take a minute and just go, okay, what is the internal dialogue? What am I saying in my head about my spouse and whether or not I like them? And am I determining the value or the worth of our marriage based on this spinning dialogue of like, don't like? Oh, I don't like it when he does that. I don't like it when she does that. That's not something that I really like to see happen. Yeah. And so we have all this like conversation in our marriage and we're making decisions a lot of people are making decisions based on this feeling of like
0: mm-hmm. and in this season that we've been in over the last five months march april may june july yeah almost six months almost six now months. i i think it's a tremendous place to sit back a little bit and go whoa what, what, what's going on mm-hmm. because this has extended out way longer than i think any of us ever expected and with that comes, you know, the time that we're spending together, the the information that we're receiving from via any other media source, mm-hmm. uh, be it social or TV, and that begins in the in even the conversations maybe you're having with your spouse or they're having with friends, family, in-laws, and and then how they're presenting themselves Mm -hmm. or their behaviors because of what's going on and how does that impact our marriage? And I will have to say that it's an interesting thing to think about and and one that I, you know, I, I look at this and I go, goodness, you know, how many times over the last six months, I think in the earlier days wasn't as much, but over the last few months, how much of what that internal dialogue and what's going on in my own mind and what I'm seeing and what I'm doing and then Elisa's behaviors creating this, like, I don't know if I really like you right now, honey. Like and vice versa. I would think that's been happening as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a one-way street. I mean, obviously I often open the show, so I'm throwing myself under the bus first. Um, it is the nice thing about being behind the microphone. You can actually choose to throw yourself under the bus or wait for the other person. But you know, we've struggled. This whole I, concept of like, I mean, this can show up how you're feeling about your spouse can show up in so many different areas. It can show up in how the two of you are parenting your kids. Mm-hmm. Actually just had a conversation with, you know, some coaching clients the other day. And, and one of their struggles is they don't necessarily like how the other person, parents, disciplines, you know, permits all of that kind of stuff.
0: We've been there definitely and, and still are at times. In
1: conversation this week.
0: Yep. You know, so that's definitely something that still comes up in Mm. our own lives, sure.
1: Yeah, you can have struggles around your sexual intimacy. We have, Mm -hmm. right? You know, I mean, you guys have heard us talk about the role of rejection in our marriage, and I know that there were many, many, I would say, months, probably years, where Tony did not like my behavior Mm -hmm. and and probably didn't like me so much because of all the rejection.
0: Mm Mm-hmm
1: right? And what that looked like in our marriage. I mean, there have been, this can happen around issues of money and how one spouse handles finances or or the other. I mean, I'm thinking back to that Christmas that I like completely blew the budget. And I promise you that January, Tony did not like me very much. There are a few shows where his dislike was very, and, and warranted, my behavior was definitely something you didn't like. Mm-hmm. You didn't like, but we get into this place of saying, you know, it's so interesting because we watch the weddings, right? Whether, whether you're in person or you see the pictures on Instagram or, you know, now because of COVID, you know, everybody's Facebook living and, you know, Zooming streaming them. their weddings and stuff like that. So we get to be a part of these weddings and we watch the wedding. And the, the problem is, is that your wedding isn't a guarantee that you're always going to like each other. Right? You may actually have situations during the reception where you're not super fond of your spouse. And you're like, what? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And, and the other fallacy that comes up, and we've talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating, is that your marriage license is, isn't a contract that you're always going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the whole happily ever after at the end of the movies or at the end of a book, they all lived happily ever after. Um, yeah, real life... Real life has days when you don't like your spouse. It has seasons when you don't like your spouse. And the two people that got married and stood up before friends and family and said, I do. And were like, this is going to be epic and awesome. You've changed. Y- you've changed. And you, some of you may be saying, going, at least I haven't changed. You've changed. You are not, you're not the same person you were yesterday. So don't tell me whether you got married two weeks ago or 25 years ago that you are the same person. Mm-hmm you're not. And, and because of that and how you show up and what might be going on in your life, there are days when your spouse doesn't like you. And and there are days when you don't like your spouse. That's actually called normal. right? But we actually, it was interesting because I get into these places, you guys know this, if you've listened for any length of time, when we're doing a show where I'm like, okay, but what does that word actually mean? All my coaching clients this week, we, we've been doing a lot of definitions mm. in coaching because I'm like, what does that word mean? to you. Mm-hmm. But the word like, what does it mean to actually like someone? And that's to feel an attraction to or take pleasure in. This came out of merriamwebster.com. So in order to feel an attraction to or take pleasure in, there has to be some sort of action, right? It doesn't just happen. You don't get to a place of liking the other person. Even, okay, because some of you are like, yeah, but I like them right away when I first met them right? Because I, I, know, I know somebody is listening to the show and going, but Elisa, remember in the beginning? Yeah, I do remember in the beginning. I remember sitting in my own relationship with Tony in the beginning. And what I liked about Tony was that he would spend time with me. What I liked about Tony was that we would have these great conversations. So all of that liking, that attraction, that taking pleasure in, wasn't just the spontaneous like, poof, I like Tony. It was, no, there was an action involved in that process in order for the two of us to have like. Mm. We, we, we so want to buy into this myth that that these feelings like like and love just happen. The reality and is- they're
0: supposed to be there forever and ever and ever. And, and nothing comes, nothing, we, we don't put forth any effort mm-hmm. for those to stay there.
1: Yeah. And I'm saying no. Mm. No. When I don't like Tony- I've got a role in that. Now, I'm not saying his behavior hasn't driven that reaction, but I have a role. I, if, if it's to feel attraction toward or take pleasure in, what's my action? What do I have to do? What is, like I can't miraculously be waiting for, for like to just return. And I think that's what we often get stuck in. And we need to actually dig into that after this word from our sponsor. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. So obviously I'm feeling a little feisty on the spontaneous like dislike thing today. And 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 because, because I've seen so many marriages crumble over this idea of not liking your spouse. And I'm not, okay, let me back up. Legitimately, there are reasons, and we've said this so many times on the show, but it bears repeating in this place. If abuse is happening,
0: emotional or physical,
1: right? You need to get healthy and get safe, mm-hmm. right? We're not, we're not saying Please hear us. We're not saying you have to like your spouse in that season.
0: Yeah, if you're being emotionally abused or physically abused, you have every right to to get out, to get safe, and to get healthy. And that means you and your kids. Um, and again, this can go both ways. It can be, you know, abuse from the the wife towards the husband, the husband towards the wife. It goes both ways. But always, folks, because we always hear it's like, well, what if this happens? Or my husband's been you know, hitting me or my wife has been, you know, just hammering me with her words and her, her actions. Folks, we, we understand what we do and we know. And even in this season, we mm-hmm. have seen it. We have seen the rise of domestic violence. It, it, it hurts us so much. And we want you to know that you do need to get safe. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you to stay married in that situation.
1: Well, and I think it's also important and I hadn't thought about this as we were talking about the show until you just said that there's a difference between liking or not liking the person versus the behavior,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because, you know, as we're talking about specifically around COVID, you know, we've seen the rise in domestic violence. We've seen the rise in um, addictions being exacerbated, whether mm-hmm. it's alcohol, drugs, pornography, spending, etc. And you can still like your spouse and not like their behavior. Those are two completely different things, right? And we have to actually, we have to grow up and separate that. Mm -hmm. Are we we kind of lumping all of their behavior and all the choices that they're making and we're just saying, I don't like you? Or can we actually take a step back and go, okay, wait, what is it that I really don't like? Okay, I don't like this addiction, call it out. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like the abuse, call it out but but we have to be able to separate things guys you fell in love with this person for a reason right and the dynamic that's happening in your marriage i mean is do you do you have the ability to create a shift in how you're feeling towards your spouse right can you get into this place of going yeah the behavior that's not working for me and we need to address what that behavior is
0: and for you it may be it may be those it could be a number of different things I mean, so you have to look at your own marriage and where you're at and your spouse and yourself and, and go, okay, what is that behavior? Because mm-hmm. there's multiple behaviors. I mean, you can go into ones that are not addictive, say like alcohol or drugs, but you can look at behaviors of just overworking, like mm-hmm. just working and, and not paying attention to the family. I mean, that is a behavior that can cause a dislike in your spouse or mm-hmm. you disliking your spouse in this season because they're really having to, to put everything they have into the business right now or into their job right now. We've been there. We've, we've gone through that period. Or maybe even for, for some of you who have just gone on to this massive health fitness kick, mm-hmm. been there, done that too. You, you know what I mean? You still love your spouse. You still you still enjoy that time. And yet the behavior, the OCD-ness that is happening around all the fitness and all the macros and the food and the times and what you can and what you can't eat and, and how much are you eating, that can get overbearing sometimes for a spouse.
1: And I just want to say, not everyone that gets obsessive about any of these areas has OCD. No. I, I, just, I just want to clarify oh. that because somebody's going to be like, are you calling me? No, we're not. We're just saying sometimes behaviors, sometimes hobbies, sometimes interests, sometimes guys our phones. We become obsessive about them to the point where our spouse is like, I don't like what you're doing. And so we have to look at, you know, on one aspect of this is looking at, you know, is it the behavior or the person? What are you actually acting on? And then on the flip side of that, it might be time to look at the man or the woman in the mirror. Mm. Are you likable? Is your behavior likable? Sometimes I'm a lot snarky, you guys.
0: Yes, you are.
1: Sometimes I'm just, I'm rude. Like, And and I'm not saying this because I'm proud. I'm saying this because you have to know that as we get behind the microphones and we've said it for 10 and a half years and we will continue to say, we are not perfect. There are times when my behavior is not likable. And and so guess what? I actually have a role and, and the ability to create a shift in my marriage. If I look at my own behavior first... It's kind of that whole like, you know, don't look at the uh, the speck in your neighbor's eye until you take the plank out of your own eye from scripture. But it's that same kind of thing. I, I, if, if I'm not liking Tony, what's my role in that?
0: And I think, you know, the, the, this this episode is comes out at an interesting time because I, I think in this season that we've been through, I definitely feel like there have possibly been and probably have been. A number of times over these last six months where this is the case. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it just even now, and it and it's not just from a like one sided point of view. I think it this has gone both ways. And Elisa and I have really had to press in and go, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And we've had to really make sure that we are communicating and diving into our emotional intimacy in moments when we are not charged like like internally like oh my gosh something's wrong and but just have a conversation it's 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 i'm i'm gonna just be truthful here it's 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 hard at times though Mm -hmm. with kids being around constantly I, i think that's causing some of this more and more that just that they're constantly here and so if that's something that's happening in in your marriage you're not alone we're, we're here doing the same thing as well and we're we're finding these moments so you need to be able to find those moments when the two of you can connect
1: because you have to remember why it's important that you like your spouse- mm-hmm. right why is it important that you push through this season A- and and get back to that place of going okay first of all you know what can I do I mean it, it's been It's been the hashtag. I think we're actually probably just going to make this like a permanent one extraordinary marriage hashtag because it really does come back year after year. Mm -hmm. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do to shift? Right. Because it's important to me that we have a marriage where we like each other. Mm hmm right? Why? Because I want my kids to grow up in a house where their parents like each other. Why? Because I want the people that spend time with us to actually enjoy our company and want to spend time with us. Why? Because it's much more enjoyable to live in a household and in a marriage where we like each other. But that, that takes action, mm-hmm. right? If we go back to the definition, it's to feel attraction to or to take pleasure in. How big is your why? so that you will actually step into that place where you start looking at it and you're like, yeah, yeah, I am going to, I'm going to look at my behavior first. Maybe I'm not so likable. Maybe I've been a little snarky, a little rude, a little absent. Maybe I've been spending too much time on my phone. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what you're doing. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to limit you just to a list that, that we're coming up with literally on the fly. You know, the behaviors that push your spouse's buttons. Right. And I'm pretty sure. I mean, I actually had a couple tell me this the other day about how, you know, they were cute. They're like, yeah, we both kind of know how to push each other's buttons. And I said, yeah, you do. I think we all do. Yeah. You spend enough time with someone.
0: You, you, You know how to do it, but you have to be intentional. You guys, you have to be intentional in this area. Believe me, we have written this out many, many a times in the 23 years that we have been married. We know what it feels like. And yet when we get intentional, Things begin to shift. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to take action. And there's going to be some work behind this, even on yourself. Mm-hmm. This may be the moments and times where you, you, you need to really look introspectively and go, what's really hitting me right now? What's going on? And, and, and look at that. And you, you need to realize that you can overcome. Mm-hmm. You can you can begin to like your spouse once again. And more importantly, I and I want to say this under underneath all of this, I will always love Elisa. I will always love her. And so do not allow the like to, to tear you guys apart. Because you guys always have had a love for one another. You've always loved your spouse. There there was an emotion, there was an attachment, there was a this is us moment. And yes it may not be there right now. It's okay. Because at the end of the day, I know, and you know, you love your spouse. And this is a season. Mm -hmm. And this is one that if you are intentional and you take action, you're going to grow closer together. You're going to grow stronger together. You're going to look back at a time and go, wow, I remember when we went through that, those moments, I remember when we went through that season and yet we held each other's hands and we said, you know what, we're going to overcome it. And it could be in any form of the intimacies, Mm -hmm. right? It could be in any form of those intimacies and together you're going to come out stronger and you're going to be able to look at this and go, you know what? I may not like you right now. I may not be, you know, exactly happy with, with how you're behaving And yet together and in, and in myself, I can see why I love you and want you to be my spouse from here on out. All right. So go out there this week, go love on your spouse, figure out what may be causing the little break in the like right now, as Elisa and I will be doing ourselves as well, but know that underlying it all, you guys have made a commitment to each other. You have a covenant with one another to be married to one another. So go out there, do that this week. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.